episode of Lunch Chat, our first episode for the new month of October. I'm Jay Rogers. I'm Jeff. And thank you very much for checking us out on this edition of Lunch Chat, episode number 166, for those of you keeping score at home. <laughs> Which would be us, actually. It's our job yeah. to keep score at home. It's, it's only our job. Right, right. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, something uh, exciting here in the next uh, couple of months at uh, Lunch Chat. Yes. Um, we will be moving to a new studio. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, something you're spearheading. <laughs> because I'm spearheading it? Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be uh, moving to a uh, different part of the house. We had uh, said the house, um, you know, well, said portion of house. Um New floor put down, yeah. and uh, now we just have to build a studio set, so we'll be doing yeah. that. I don't know if that'll mean we'll be going to video or not. Um, you know, right now it's nice being audio only. <laughs> well, we we do have we have a YouTube channel. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, and it but there's and I think there's only audio on it. Okay. Excuse me. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just like radio. <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know. I mean, I might I might be interested because we the the if it goes the way that it's envisioned in my mind, mm-hmm. which that hardly ever happens. Right. But if it does end up going that way, um we could be doing like some very interesting things with video. Yes. Yeah. And that's so, a lot of fun. Well, you you got really quiet. All right. There you go. Yeah. Now you got. And maybe uh, we'll have to replace some of this equipment with something a little more state of the art. Um, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, like like my audio cable. Maybe uh, maybe that's uh, on its way out. I don't know yet. Well, no, I don't. I don't mean to get technical. All right. Yeah. But these little black buttons. Yes. Whatever those are. Yes. Sometimes you have to they're tap them. Fidgety. Yeah, they're getting dirty. Oh, they're yeah. getting dirty. Yeah. You oh, need to okay. take some compressed air and go psh, oh, okay. right into them. Well, then that might just be the fix then. Yes, yes. All right. See, technical talk here on Lunch Chat. Right. Straight away. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, we know that uh, you're no fool, so, uh, <laughs> dear listeners, so. Yeah. And in the, there you go. You got quiet again. Well, again, there we need is. to, yeah. There it is, yeah. Jiggle said pot. It's, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do that before the. Uh, I'm doing a, I have a, a I don't mean to plug, but no. I have a secondary show. Yep. And I'm doing a live remote. Mm. Uh, next this coming Friday. Okay. Actually, the eighth. Right. And I I'm definitely gonna need this to be working at maximum capacity. Right, right. Because I am so not willing to to be messing around with things while I'm trying to. Mm-hmm do what it is i have to do well do you want to uh talk a little of that before we go more into uh studio talk or not really uh, because it's the other show <laughs> well, it's a show it's called hashtag just saying and it's the word hashtag not the symbol and um i do it with a friend of mine and we also do kind of like well we used to do quite a bit of like mm-hmm. urban exploration and right. abandoned buildings and things like that and uh, he likes really haunted things. I, you know, I. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't mind haunted buildings. Right. My, I'm interest. I'm actually. My interest lies more in the history of the building itself. Okay. All right. Like I like hearing. We've um. We filmed at. Uh, we'll take for example when we filmed at um the old. W, what? H I M. No, 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 no. H J Y. H J Y. That's what it was. Well, originally it started out as W H I M. Yeah. So. And just hearing like you know some of the stations that have come and gone from mm-hmm. there and, and what the the fate of the building and right. it has since been torn down. That's why I mentioned Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, but I I mean I have quite a bit of footage. Probably to become a doctor's office or condos. I think it. I think she said they were gonna be. It was gonna be condos or something. Uh, of course. I'm not certain. I, Why do people me. move to condos? Why? Um, because they don't need to have the responsibility of upkeep. I mean, if but you, you if you live in a condo, you pay condo association fees, so you don't yeah. have to mow your lawn. 
All right. Or uh, shovel your driveway. So that's all. That's the only reason. Essentially, I think, yeah. Okay. All right. Even though you give up other freedoms. I, I mean, I guess, yeah, because oh. it's not like you can paint right your your condo because mm-hmm. it's connected to other condos right it can't be certain a color that you want it has to be approved colors yeah we have egg white aquamarine i don't the thing that because uh, my brother-in-law and sister lived in a condo for a little while mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's kind of like you i don't like the the kind of thing where it's like oh it's after nine i have to turn my tv down right you know, if I want my TV surround mm-hmm. sound going, I want I want it going. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I have a very nerdy hobby. I want to be able to do that. <laughs> I have a nerdy hobby. I would not be able to do it in a condo. You know, no, they you would wouldn't. not uh, let me put up a uh, 50-foot-high antenna, for example, you know, because I want to talk to uh, Asia. No, they wouldn't. You know, so <clears throat> there's no need for it for me. Yeah. No, no. Uh, but anyway, what? How did condos. I get on condos? Oh, um, because we were talking about the fate of the old oh, WHIM yeah, 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 building. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that particular uh, podcast is coming up on its three hundredth episode. All right. And for the two hundredth episode, we filmed in kind of a haunted. Uh, location and for this one where my friend wanted to go back to another haunted location that we filmed in before all right uh i'm interested it's just um just I'm, haunted huh yeah i mean it's just it's supposedly it's haunted i mean i uh what about if you told him that for example you don't believe in ghosts well, i'm a skeptic mm-hmm. uh i mean what if you flat out told him like like if you had an atheist guest on for we... example who would flat out tell them there are no such thing as when ghosts. we first started doing things yeah like filming things mm-hmm. i i flat out didn't believe in it okay uh i don't i would watch those <clears throat> those paranormal type shows we'll say like um uh what was was it ghost hunters was was a big one right uh i would watch those as just as strictly entertainment yeah you know and that's what i got out of it all right but, uh, like like I said, it's it's strange. I I have sort of started leaning toward the skeptic side because we've experienced some really weird things. Okay. And it's it's like well I can't I can't explain it, but I can't explain it either way. Right, right. You know, it's like well I can't say that this is this, but I it's definitely not this. Right. That kind of thing. It's like, well, I don't know that that was a ghost, but I don't know what it was. (laughs) Right. So I'll just say, I'll just shrug and say, I don't know. Haven't you ever seen Scooby-Doo? It's the old (laughs) man who... It's the creepy caretaker? Yes, yes. It's always the creepy caretaker. Yes, exactly. You know? But I don't don't really have a problem going in places like that. All right. And the the thing is, is I've started... Because it's uh, Halloween season Mm. now. Which Jay doesn't like, but not really. Well, I like watching those like uh, those Travel Channel, like the scariest places. Yeah. Thing. The thirteen most haunted buildings. Yeah, I like watching something like those. that. Yeah, I like watching those, and I like the history of the building. Okay, all right. So, the thing is, is I <laughs> there was a show, and I've probably talked. I probably talk about this every October, but there was this show that used to be on. I think it was on ABC Family or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was hosted by Linda Blair. It was called Scariest Places on Earth. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I have been pleading with whoever owns... I've, I've written to, like several different uh, places to whoever owns a copyright to, to put it out on DVD. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm so shocked that it's not. Yeah. Of everything that gets released on DVD. Right? right? I have it on DVD, but it's kind of like... It's not an official release, mm-hmm. right? So it was taped off VHS. And well, well I don't, I that. don't know that it was taped off VHS, but it, it's <laughs> definitely not as good a copy as I would like it to be. But the alternative is uh, YouTube, because there are some episodes on YouTube. Not every episode, but there are some. So if it ever gets yanked off of YouTube, 
uh, I at least have a, a, a DVD. Right. I have a physical copy of it. All right. I lost you again. Can you say something? Yeah, sure. Okay, there right. you are. There you are. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I've been watching that. And the we'll interesting... see how good new equipment will be for us. <laughs> uh, you've almost convinced me. All right. So the the interesting thing about that is that, like... Actually, actually you know, I mean, I'd, I'd like to try first giving this a... A, a clean, good, yeah. A good thing. Because it never occurred to me that dust might be getting in there. Yeah. No, that's exactly so we'll, what it is. So we'll... Yeah, we'll... Then we'll see what what's mm-hmm. what. But anyway, professional uh, talk here on lunch chat. Let me do the let me spritz the thing, and then we'll yeah. see what's what. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, anyways, it's it's interesting because uh, they, they every season, or maybe a couple times a season, because I haven't seen all the seasons. Uh, they pick a location and they send a family, mm-hmm. a group of people, and they're like, "Here you go." And when they go, they don't tell them where they're going or what they're going to be doing but until they get there. All right. And then the thing about, about it is that they're met by, at least in the first season, it's Chillingham Castle. Okay. Which is in the UK, which I was like, ooh. <laughs> someday, someday I would like to just make a list of all these horribly haunted places in Europe mm-hmm. and just do some sort of ghost tour. All right. Well, they probably have that. No, no, no. I mean, just... Um, and I mean, in- England and Scotland alone mm-hmm. could fill up an entire month. I'm sure. You know? Yep. Uh, but that's... Someday when I retire, that will be my dream oh, thing. Is okay. like I'll get to tour castles and stuff. So we have to retire first. All right. Well, I need I need the time. Yeah. You need the time, you know? Yeah. So they would go to Chum Castle, and Chilliam Castle is, um, you know, they they tortured a lot of people there yeah. for various reasons, whatever reasons they deemed fit back mm-hmm. then, you know. But <clears throat> so they had a a, a particularly nasty, uh, what would you call it, the torture guy? I don't know what a guard, prison guard. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Be. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he <clears throat> in the Spanish War. Master of the Iron Maiden. Yeah. Well, I mean, this guy was particularly... And he was feared. hmm Right? This guy, he had, like, his leg... He had been shot in his leg in the Spanish War. Yeah. And so the tendons were gone in his leg. Ugh. The lower half of his leg. So he dragged his leg when he walked. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, kind of imagine you being a prisoner that. in this place and... When you hear the door open and the boom, drag, boom, drag. Yeah. I mean, that would just, like, stop your heart, yeah. right? My God. So, I mean, I mean, this guy, I'm not going to get into it because he did some really, really horrific things. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if he has to suffer, everybody else does. <laughs> that, that was his theory. Okay. That was his theory. He was so angry about what happened to his leg. Yeah. He was going to do horrible things to you. Okay. You know, and it was the, he was just uh, uh, so messed up mentally that he enjoyed this kind of stuff. He enjoyed yeah. sitting around trying to think up new ways. That's actually sad because it mm. seems like it's a form of PTSD that's turned malignant. Yeah. You know? Or, so. Or malicious, whatever you, the word would be. Yeah. I think his name, they call him something John. His, his name was... Draggy know. John. Draggy John. <laughs> Limpy John. Yeah, exactly. Here comes Limpy John. Yeah. Hey, Limpy John. Oh, my goodness. So this yeah. this guy was, like, well-known. And supposedly he, you know, oh, his spirit roams the castle. You hear him dragging yeah. his leg. I wonder if, like, like now, <laughs> or first off, someone like that would probably not, hopefully not pass the psychological exams yeah. for that kind of position. But, you know, like, you can almost picture... Like if it were in this era, somebody mouthing off him to him, be like, "Okay, yeah, sure, John, you're gonna torture all of us because uh, we're the ones responsible for your leg." You know, like I, I don't think that in the Middle Ages, whenever this happened, that sarcasm was as prevalent. <laughs> you know. <laughs> sure, John, it's our fault. You lost your leg. Okay. Race ya. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, too slow, too slow, John. Too slow. So this family gets there, and everybody the, shuffle to the right. Oh, John can't do that. This historian slash author slash expert on this castle was 
speaking to them about it, and, I mean, he's telling them all of the the things, you know, and then uh, this, you get this in this room and blah, blah, blah. Now, the my issue with that is that, you know, maybe on one hand they think it's unfair to put people in that position of, like, they don't know what they're getting into. But right. on the other hand, I would almost rather hear the history afterwards. Right. Because I want to go into something fresh. Yeah. And if you know the history mm. of something, it will probably uh, taint it, your... I think it corrupts you mentally. Yeah, sure. Because if you're told, yep. right, that people in the dungeon have heard... Yeah. A door slam and footsteps and somebody dragging their leg and oh it's John. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna kind of associate whatever noise you hear with that. Right. As opposed to looking at it for or trying to go at it. Right. Scientifically. And so they told these people everything and one of the, 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 the it was like a, a family. It was a mother, a father, a son. A do- and like two daughter-in-laws. Okay. So the son, who you know, he was like twenty. Well, he looks about twenty-five. All right. He ended up in the in the dungeon by himself. Oh. So when he took his thing off, realized he was in the dungeon by himself. He was terrified. Okay. Because he'd already heard all of these stories. Right. You know. Well, it probably makes for better television oh, for I'm them sure to it, tell. I'm sure it does. Yeah. But it, it, like on the other hand, like I said, it almost corrupts your mind because you're. Mm-hmm. You're listening for... I mean, you should be listening for everything anyway, but... You're like, oh my goodness, that's this. Well, how... Uh, I had that experience, too. I yeah. would rather have the experience and then sit down with somebody and say, I felt this in this room, and oh, I felt kind of uh, tense in this room. Or, right. Or I felt huh. this here. And, oh, well, in that room, Yep. let me tell you what's what people have felt in that room and mm-hmm. what they've heard. I'd rather hear it afterwards. Yes. To see if the stories match up. Right. As opposed to being told beforehand, and then, like you said, you hear a noise, you're going to uh, contribute it to Limpy John. Right. <laughs> Limpy John. Yeah. Poor Limpy John. Yeah. He's everywhere. Uh, yeah, well, amazing for a man with a game leg that he can move that quickly. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, this place that I'm going to uh, be doing a, a live thing from on Friday... I've already been there. Yeah. Um, and I've already had some. I've had some weird things there. Mm-hmm. So when I go back, I'm gonna be kind of like listening and, and trying to, you know, see if the same things happen and and whatnot and what you know. Now, when you went to a building in Rhode Island that uh, was a former funeral parlor. Yeah. I believe you were told that before you went exploring, right? Uh, what are you talking about the the one in Coventry? Okay. Yeah, I was yes. trying to not give too many details, yeah. but um, you were you knew of the building's history before you went in, correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, because of you. Right. All right. <laughs> but did you hear any noises there and think, oh, uh, that's uh, you know, that's something? I no. Uh, what happened? Well, and you know what? I, I can't. Here's the thing, all right? I don't, because I don't want everybody to be lost, right? There's this building in Rhode Island. Um, and when Jay and I were dating, he, <laughs> of all the romantic things, he took me to this building, right? <laughs> not, not, we didn't go inside. Are my levels uh, still futzed up? Yeah, they keep going. It, 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 uh, it, it's kind of going in and out. All right. I'm doing the best I can with it. I know. So, uh, I, I'm fixing you when applicable. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> many have tried, yeah. few have succeeded. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hit this with something. But anyway, I, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so we went to this this Coventry, this this place in Rhode Island, and uh, he said, "Oh, this place used to be this." And, uh, you know, just the look of the building, because we went there, it was after dark we went there. Yes. And just the look of the building, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my goodness. It was built in the early 1880s, specifically 1882. So it had what's called a mansard roof, 
mansard. I don't know. What sure does that mean? Uh, if it's the roof is kind of sloped uh, towards the end, like a high, um, <clears throat> a high degree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's not like it's just a, a building straight up and then a ninety degree angle and there's the roof. You know, it's uh, it's almost French in how it looks. So okay. I'm trying to think of uh, something that would be <laughs> something that yeah. everybody would know. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> but it's called a mansard roof, and the uh, building is uh gray it was painted gray the last time and the paint is falling off at least the last time we saw it i don't remember being gray though yeah i don't remember being gray though what i remember was it had those wood shingles okay uh and it was just it's dilapidated looking on the outside right and the interesting thing and i think we've talked about this place before but since it's close to halloween it's, it's it's all right <clears throat> is that it looks as though it they somebody was trying to fix it up mm-hmm. because inside looks in, not, it looks like a modern office building inside the bottom floor yes yeah uh and then it look it, I mean but I don't I don't know how to say it. It, it's it looks like somebody started it and then said never mind yeah. For whatever reason. Right. Right? Either they ran out of money, mm-hmm. or they just realized they were never going to be able to offload this place no matter how pretty they made it. Yes. Right? Or because, ghosts. Or, or ghosts. That could, that could possibly be. <laughs> that could possibly be. I mean, I don't know. Right. Because I didn't, you know, if you're working in a building all the time, and the, they do say in the paranormal world once you start fixing something up yeah it stirs things up i don't know if that's right. true but that's what they say okay right? so we have like um it looked like they were going to replace the floor mm-hmm. so you have stacks and stacks of uh the the kind of wood that the wood flooring that kind of snaps into each yes, other yes yes uh that's just and it's been sitting there long enough where it's just um, it's it's of no use now. Right. You know, and this was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. You have things of paint, brand they were brand new when they were bought. You know, they're they're probably useless. Yeah. At that point, um, it looks like somebody had started to chip mm-hmm. the ceiling, peel the paint off the ceiling, and then just stopped. Okay. Uh, they started to put in bathrooms and they stopped. Right. It was. It's just. Like, it's why? it's a, it's it's in a, a frozen state. Yeah, it's at probably least, at least when I saw it. it. Probably they started doing stuff. I'm just guessing my timeline, because um, I looked at the value of this property, or rather the the resale price. And after the Great Recession of '08, uh, it sold for less and less and less to the point where, yeah. all right, this is a huge three story building. Plus, you know, the uh, basement level is actually somewhat above ground. Mm-hmm. You know. So it was down below ten thousand dollars, you know, for a building of this size, which would probably go for half a million, if not more. Yeah. So like, everybody turned who bought it turned around, and sold it to the next person, like <clears throat> a year later for less yeah. and less, and you could see this downward trend. Mm-hmm. And you wonder like what happened there, you know. But I suspect it was because somebody probably started in the uh, recession of '08 or before that. Yeah. And when the economy tanked, they couldn't afford to do anything anymore. And so it's just perpetuated itself over the last dozen or so years. Mm-hmm. 13 now. From what I understand, and I may be wrong, it's the city owns it now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Lord knows what they'll do with it, but right. uh, it's Condos. just... <laughs> maybe. Uh, now, the other thing is that so I, I kind of knew what the building was, yeah. but here's the thing. Jay has this little, we'll call it a Rhode Island ghost story book. Yeah, okay? which I have to find. And there is a very interesting story in that book about this building. Mm-hmm. And it bans, and, and people used to just rent it out for a one-time use kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. A band rented it for studio space. There used to be an elevator in the mm-hmm. building, and the elevator would just be running 
yep. on its own, just popping, popping off on the yep. floor, just whatever. Yep. Um, but I, it, when when it comes to technical things, yes. Um, I, 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 it's very difficult for me to believe. Right, it could be a short circuit. Right, because you know, and people go, "Oh, my TV turned off and on. My TV turned off mm-hmm. and on." That could be anything. Yeah. You could be getting a, a, a power surge. Right. You know, so I don't... When it comes to technical stuff like that, I don't automatically... There are people who jump right to... Well, of course. Well, that's what it is. The elevator's running all by itself. It's a ghost. Uh, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. So... When, when people say uh, something in a photo is an orb, and it's like, no, it's I, a dust particle. I have a huge thing mm-hmm. with people who do orb stuff. Only once have I ever... In all the years that I've been doing the stuff that I've been doing, have I ever got anything remotely close to an orb that I would say, and I'm still not willing to say it's an orb, but I do say I don't know what that is. Okay. All right. It was very strange. Right. It was literally something that came out of a wall Mm -hmm. and went up. Okay. And I'm like, what was that? But I'm still not willing to say it was an orb. Yeah. Because I think... I think that I, I kind of think they're junk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very difficult yes. for, for me. Um, I, and I really, really hate when I'm watching something and it's, oh, it was an orb. Look at all these orbs around. Your, your camera's dusty. That's mm-hmm. why you have all that stuff yeah. around you. Your camera's dusty. Right, exactly. But anyway, so uh, I, I've heard, I, I read that passage in his book. Jay had told me what it was. Uh, a friend of mine and myself and Jay, we were on our way to somewhere else Mm -hmm. and we passed by the building and I said, you know what? Because I had tried with my friend one other time to get in that building. It was locked up tight and we had driven around the building and the basement door was open. Mm -hmm. And I kind of looked at my friend and I said, we, when it comes to stuff like that, it's like, if you don't take that shot, Yes. You know, you're not going to get another one because surely somebody's going to you know, nail the door shut. Right. Right? Yep. So I said, I kind of looked at my friend. I said, we, we may never get another shot with this building. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the basement door is open. Yeah. You know, how inviting can, can, can it be? Right? So like the, an open maw. Yeah. And the problem was that we ran into was that there's a business right behind it. Yes. So my friend decided to go up to the guy and ask his permission because he didn't know if he owned it or not. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, well, I think the city owns it. And he's like, well, I'll tell you what. He's, he goes, I don't know why the two of you would want to go in there. He's like, but you, know, go, you have my permission. Go ahead. Right? Yeah. So he we went in. And the basement was, I mean, it was a basement. Yeah. You know, and even knowing in a place like that, what happens in the basement, mm-hmm. um, where that's usually the the crematorium and, and, you know, where they do a lot of their work down there, where they receive the bodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Even knowing that, it was, I wasn't really, I mean, I was fine, you know. But we went upstairs and... It was like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to you know, walk around. It's like three floors, I think, plus an attic. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, so my friend and I have a thing about splitting up because it's kind of like if You've we're- You've seen every movie ever made about that. Well, no, I like splitting up because it's different footage. Okay. It yeah. makes it more interesting, you know? Um, although there have been times that I've wished that we were together because one of us has- captured something that it mm-hmm. would have been nice if the other one got it just for confirmation right so we split up i went one way he went another i turned a corner and there was a bunch of stuff on the countertop like a stop and shop a uh, shopping bag mm-hmm. stuff a hat a jacket and i just went well somebody's here yeah or they're coming back here mm-hmm. because it was like drinks and all kinds of stuff. so i said Okay, either somebody's squatting in here, which is that happens. Yeah. Right. Uh, or they they are indeed working, although I doubt it because it doesn't look like anything had been done in a while. Yeah. So I immediately got nervous because I am not. 
I'm not willing to fight with a drug addict. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying only <laughs> drug addicts are squatters. There are plenty well, of people. But they do have super drug addict strength. People fall on hard times. I understand that. You know, and if I was homeless, I would probably squat in an abandoned building too. Yeah. But, I mean, you, I have seen Urbex videos where people have run into, like, meth heads in an abandoned building. Sure. And it's just not something I want to do. Mm-mm. You know, I don't want to get chased out of a, a building. And especially because I had getting into the upstairs yep. wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. And I was trying to plot my escape if something were to happen because there was a door uh it it was kind it was chained but Uh not chained so you couldn't fit through it Uh uh-huh loose chain yep so i kind of opened up that door slipped through the loose chain Uh went down like three or four steps to what looks like a main double door right and that was locked tight okay so I'm like, I have, that was my escape route. Yeah. So now that's gone. That means I have to go out the way I came, mm-hmm. which isn't a quick exit. Right. So calculate that. It's like, if you're, if I'm going to be chased or I need to get out of this building in a hurry, I can't do it. Yeah. Because of how I went in. So I was immediately nervous. And my friend was upstairs and I called him down. And I said, somebody's in this building. And he's like, well, what makes you say that? And I said, well, the stuff in the, the kitchen, what would be a kitchen area. Mm-hmm. And he went, oh, no. Yeah. And then he goes, well, I don't see anybody. And I said, well, I realize you don't see anybody, but somebody's coming back. Right. If they're not here, they're coming back. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to leave because I was immediately uneasy. Hmm. And he said, well, do you want to go? And then I started to think about it and... It had been, I don't know, 10 years. I'd been, what, like 10 years trying to get in this building. Yes. Since you had showed it to me, and I said, I I don't want to wait another 10 years to get in here, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to come back, because coming back means something might have changed, and the way we came in may not be the way we're able to get in. Right. So I said, let's finish exploring the building, but we're not splitting up. Mm -mm. So we stayed together. And then I think we called, because we had handheld radios, and he called, uh, my friend called Jay on the radio to make sure nobody was lingering around outside. And uh, you, hadn't, you hadn't seen anybody. Right. I had and, not. And Which we got radio confirm. And then it was like, so we, we walked around that floor, and there's, I have to describe this to you. So that was the first level. The second level is all what looks like could be bedrooms Mm -hmm. and you have all these shut doors so there was one two three four five six rooms all the doors shut tight Mm -hmm. and i was sitting there going someone could be in in these rooms and then i'm like and there was one that had the door open and that's when we were looking in and there was like a mattress stuff so i mean it's obvious people are are, are squatting there Mm -hmm. so i looked at my friend and i we were kind of like well, do we check all the other rooms? And I went, I'm not opening any of these doors. Nope. I'm not opening any of them. Right. And he goes, yeah, but uh, I'm not opening any of them. The door is shut for a reason. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. So he's like, okay. So we went up another flight. Yeah. And up there, there is another, almost the exact same floor pattern where Mm -hmm. you have like four or five rooms and then these little stairs that go up to an attic. All right. Or there was a ladder or something. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going up there. Um, I was literally like, you go up there if you want. I'm waiting here. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to go. He went up and upstairs, interestingly enough, there was a stack of doors. Okay. That they had either replaced or were going to put on and then mm-hmm. just said, eh, forget it. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was very strange. Uh, so he finished up there and then we, we left and like, I just kept, I put myself in a position where I didn't need to watch my back. Right. So I could look straight ahead and Mm -hmm. and get a, a, a good thing because that's the worst is when you have to keep checking behind you. Yes. 
the entire way out, I just kept looking behind me. Right. I'm like, somebody's going to come up behind me. I yep. know it. Like, I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and at one point, you got, uh, I don't know if it was lost or what, but you tried to reach out to me on the radio. Yes. Your channel had gotten bumped because the radios I gave you only have two channels, A yeah. and B. And these are old crystal radios, so uh, when you switch it over to B, there are no crystals there, which means that it's not transmitting to anything. That was kind of a frightening thing. Mm-hmm. Um, having having it explained afterward on a, on a technical sense, but when you're in that position and you want to know, is somebody walking around the building? Do you see anything? And you're trying to contact the man outside. Yeah. And you're getting just... Right. That's disturbing. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there going, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And my friend Sean heard me. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you trying to talk to Jay? Yeah. I said, yeah. I mean, he heard me talking. He didn't hear me on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. And he goes, did you get him? No. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I didn't hear you. I, just, I heard you speaking, but I, I can't hear you on the radio. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, my radio's dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, what's happened? What's yeah. happened? Thankfully, it was just over on the wrong channel. Yeah. It, I was, I, I wear um, cargos from the pockets. Yeah. I love pockets. You do. And uh, especially doing stuff like that, you can keep, you know, your batteries in one thing and your, your flashlight in another. So I had the radio in my pocket and it must have, throwing it back in my pocket, must mm-hmm. I must have jolted it somehow. Right. <clears throat> Is my answer. Yeah, exactly. You're walking along and, you know. Here's an interesting question for you. All right. Since we're we're, uh, talking spooky, spooky stuff. Yes. So, I I don't know. I don't know. um, As far as I know, you don't really venture into much to the horror genre, but what's, like, a movie that you just, you watched and you're like, oh, my God. Like, not the scariest movie, but what's a movie that, like, kind of messed with you? Uh, I think uh, maybe Jeepers Creepers because I had a nightmare about it uh, <laughs> one night. What is that? Is that isn't that one of those like yeah, it was one the of the, supernatural guy comes to life and he comes to get you? Yeah, like it, a it, Mike Myers kind of thing. No, it's, well, it's a it's a creature. Okay. Yeah, and it, uh, <coughs> for every twenty uh, for every twenty three years, it's allowed to feast for twenty three days, and you know there's. I don't know. I remember thinking, like waking up thinking it was a, uh, uh, you know, that the creature from it was there uh, to my back left. So I ended up knocking over my uh, nightstand. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. So. Okay. Yeah. So go like, you know, <laughs> I remember it was three thirty-five in the morning. Oh no. Yeah. Not three. Yeah. So. Wow. I found out that you had, um, because I joke with Jay about this all the time, is about 3 a.m., mm-hmm. yeah? And because it's it's called the witching hour. Right. Right? And I, I finally found out why okay. it's called the witching hour. Why? It's because the, you know, and, and this was how it was explained to me, so, you know, whatever. But it's it's the uh, the devil in threes. He works in threes, so you get like six, six, six. Okay, yep. So three a.m. Yeah, and that uh, was that was explained from um, the Warrens. Oh, okay. Of, right. of Rhode Island, right? The the famous ghost couple. Yeah, I thought it De- had demonologists, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I thought it had yeah. to do with, well, what I had heard was that uh, Christ was crucified at three p.m. and so three a.m. would be the ante hour. Maybe that's another. That's now, an interesting take. Now, what happens when it comes to uh, time zone changes? You know, <laughs> or daylight savings time. Do does the supernatural world follow our uh, daylight saving time uh, <laughs> uh, pattern? Things start to happen at two a.m. instead. Well, of like, four, yeah. You're like, what? It's yeah. spring. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So. No. So th- that's what I want answered. <laughs> I I can't help you with. Yeah. You would need uh, you would need somebody. Or, or does it stay to just the time zone of uh, Bethlehem, and so, you know, like three a.m. there is like nine p.m. here, you know? I I wouldn't know. And you really. have to worry. I don't know. 
Uh, I want. It's like Gremlins Two. The guy was uh, wondering, okay, well, what happens if the Gremlins are flying and they uh, cross a time zone into midnight or out of midnight? You know. I think you're just being. Uh, Pedantic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just grasping at straws now. No, th- these are these are holes <laughs> in the well, story. That's why nobody likes Gremlins too. Oh, okay, but it's got Tony Curtis. No, Tony, you know the guy who played Felix in. Uh, Tony Randall. Tony Randall, yeah. Tony Randall is in Gremlins too. He he vo- he, uh, he voices a uh, Gremlin. Yes. Get out of town. He does. Seriously? Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. Yeah, I, may one... to, I may have to add that to my watch list. Now. All right. There's one gremlin that has a, uh, he takes intelligence serum, and all of a sudden he's well-spoken, and he's Tony Randall. So he's Tony Randall. Okay. Of course. I mean, Stephen Fry would have been a better choice, but. Well, yeah. Now, would you consider, here's an interesting Maybe question. Maybe Gremlins 3, yeah. Would you consider Gremlins to be a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Oh, ho, ho, ho. Well, it was a summer blockbuster, so... Um, I know, it came out in the summer. It's yeah. ridiculous. Probably more of a Halloween movie. or an Octo- See, I think so, too. Yeah. I think it'd be October viewing over yeah. uh, December viewing. Right. It's like uh, it's like they ask about um, the Hard Drive... Dry, die, die Hard. Hard. Die Hard. If that's a Christmas film. Uh, uh, I it, had a huge, huge argument yeah. with several people about Die Hard. All right. Because I said... The purpose of a Christmas movie mm-hmm. is Christmas is the theme of the movie. Right. Right? With Die Hard, it, it just, just happens so happens to... to take place at Christmas time. Right. Like Gremlins happens to take place at right. Christmas time. That doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Right. Christmas is a, an afterthought mm-hmm. as far as the plot goes. Right. It's not the reason for the film. Right. It's That's like... my criteria. Yeah. And I got really, really angry and I said, well, you know what? If, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, so is Iron Man 3. Okay. Because it's the exact same thing. In the beginning, it takes place at Christmas time. All right. Same thing. All right. <laughs> you know, I think it's just uh, like it's some. It's a hat to something to hang your hat on if you want to watch Die Hard and it happens to be December. Uh, and you can watch a movie. There's no rule. You can watch a movie whenever you want. Well, apparently there are these rules, and we're just not bound by them. You and I. Ah, so I other see, people yeah. feel they are. You know. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to answer my own question. Okay. What was that your I question? asked you. When I asked you, uh, what's a movie that kind of messed you up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, since, it, since it is Halloween, uh, people might want to add this to their Halloween viewing. Um, there is a movie that came out several years ago called Session 9. Yes. Uh, you, know, you know what? It's, it's on my... Uh, what would you call that? It's on my like Amazon to buy list. Right. I just haven't like pulled the pulled the plug and actually bought it yet. Yeah. But there is uh, there used to be in Massachusetts. Uh, you could see it used to be able to see it right off Route One. Um, there was a a place called the Danvers uh, Mental Asylum. Right. And it was a very big, it was one of those Kirkbride buildings, which when when you think of the typical, like, insane asylum with all the points, uh, yep. that's a Kirk, that's a Kirkbride building. A it, it, building. Was a very, it was a very popular design for those particular places. Right. And matter of fact, the only, the only places I've ever seen use the Kirkbride design was insane asylum. Right. And H.P. Lovecraft. Um, Arkham uh, Asylum? Yeah, modeled Arkham Asylum after Danvers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about those buildings is uh, back in the 1850s, I think it was, 1855, when um, the design came out, it was supposed to um, be conducive towards better mental health because uh, you had sides always facing the sun. And yet, you know, you look at the buildings, it's like, you know, no, this building induces madness. The buildings, to me, I don't know. They, they're just, they have a lot of, um, what do you call those, gables? Yes. Like the, the steeple-type points? I think so. Yeah, yeah it, they always have a lot of those. Right, and that was popular back then. And to me, they kind of look like, like almost like daggers. Yeah. 
kind of. Yep. It, it gives it a very foreboding right. look. Like, and when you see castles and stuff and they mm-hmm. have those things, you get like, ooh, my goodness. Right. You know? As opposed to something like, say, Art Deco, which is very smooth and flat-lined and curved, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's conducive to mental health. You have all these uh, nut jobs dressing up, thinking they're Rockefellers. <laughs> so Do they I was, like to be called nut jobs? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I was not obsessed with the Danvers uh, building, but I I had always wanted to explore it. Right. And it it had gotten to the point where they basically had twenty four hour cops mm-hmm. walking around, and there and it happens occasionally there's another uh, hot spot for urban exploration in Massachusetts uh, in Belchertown that the police have gotten so tired of chasing people out mm-hmm. that they're, they literally arrest you on site. Right. If they see you there. And that's how it was at Danvers. Like if they saw you, there was no explanation that you could give that would be good enough for them. Mm-hmm. You were arrested on site. So of, of course I'm not going to contend with that. Right. Right. And so I never got to see the inside. And they tore it down, and it became a condo. Mm, of course. Condo, Jay. Condos. Yay. I think they kept the main facade of the administration building. Okay. And that's it. And they couldn't pull up because it was a cemetery of, of the patients in the, in the way back. Yep. And they left that be as well. Yes. So... You know, the the main structure building is gone. And it was funny, when they started building it, they were about midway, and there was a random fire that happened <laughs> that burned the whole thing down. Yep. They had to start all over again. But I'd always wanted to see this building, and Session 9 takes place. Now, the, the interesting thing about Danvers is it was... Danvers was uh, Salem Hill. And it was originally, before they called it Danvers, Mm -hmm. it was a section of Salem. Right. And the witch trials began there. Okay. And Judge Hawthorne had a a place on the hill in Danvers. Right. So, uh, it's a hill with a lot of of bad juju. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Well, that's the The interesting thing is, like, people go to, like, Salem. That's what I was about to say, yeah. They, you know, go, they heard themselves there every year danvers was the original salem right it has salem has the name but danvers has the actual history yeah yeah yeah. so i had always wanted to go there and uh the guy who wrote it and he stars in it as well his name's brad anderson he used to uh drive down route one and see Mm -hmm. danvers there all the time and he was like oh i'd like to write so he he wrote it just inspired by the fact he had to drive past it. So right. But the great thing about Session 9 is they filmed it in mm-hmm. Danvers. Right. So in the beginning of the movie, well, now the, the basis of the movie is these guys are hired to clean out the asbestos of the building. Right. Right? And that's it. And the building just kind of starts to, starts to like seep into their personalities and mm-hmm. stuff. And one of the guys, played by, I think, by Brad Anderson, he's a amateur. He wants to be a psychiatrist. He just, he's interested in psychology. So he happens to come across these patient tapes. Yep. And they're labeled sessions one through nine. Mm-hmm. And it's these patient tapes with this person with multiple personalities. Right. So, I mean, by the end of the movie, he's on the ninth personality, and then everything starts to just completely unravel. Mm-hmm. But... They filmed it all on site, and they give the guys a tour, and the most awesome thing is that's literally the best tour you can get of that hospital. Mm-hmm. They show you everything, and even when um, there's cut scenes of like maybe one of the guys in their apartment or whatever, they had taken one of the patient rooms and made that into this guy's apartment. So they filmed almost everything right. in the building. Wow. Yeah. And those guys hated being in there. Mm-hmm. Hated being in there and wanted to get out of there uh, as soon as they said cut. Yeah. Everybody was like, let's get out of this building. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the most the most famous person in the film is um, David Caruso. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of a low-budget kind of thing. 
But it's still a that very... That was in between NYPD Blue and, and CSI, CSI Miami, yeah. 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 Um, so it's kind of a low-budget thing. And it's, 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 a, it's a good movie, but it really messes with you. Right. And it's something to watch... Because it was a real building, so you kind of have this, like, oh my god. When you watch it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's... Um, it's it's definitely one to watch with the lights off. Ah, all right. It's like ooh, dude. <laughs> I remember because uh, I haven't seen it in quite a bit, but I remember not being too too impressed with the ending. Um, but aside from that, it, it's a pretty good. It's a solid movie. Right. All yeah. right. So that's ooh. your creepy film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I've talked about this uh, one in the past, but uh, see, um. I think part of the reason why Nightmare on the 13th Floor always uh, got to me was it actually came out, like, I had just lost my dad eight days before. Oh, yeah. And I watched it Halloween night on its premiere. My mother had gone to bed, so I was the only one who was up in the house. And the lights, <laughs> you know, the lights were essentially, I watched in the kitchen. So behind me is the family room. And the thermostat for the house was in the family room. And that was the coldest room in the house. And we always kept it like 62 because, you know, it would knock the uh, temperature of the uh, other end of the house up to 68 or so. But it was cold in the kitchen that night. Yeah. And, you know, so here I am watching this uh, creepy kind of claustrophobic film with the lights more or less off except for the one kitchen light. And my back is exposed to the family room. The open doorway. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice. And I was 11 years old, so yeah. I think that had to do with that. And the next time I saw it, it was this rainy Saturday in November. You know, it okay. just, it was a rerun, you know, like, a few, like 10 days later. And, yeah, it was just this, like, miserable fall day. It was raining. It was probably all 45 degrees out, you know, mm-hmm. just like... You know, one of those stay inside and have beef stew kind of days. You know, mm-hmm. and it was just, I don't know, there was just something about it. <laughs> yeah. That movie, it had... You watched it just as an adult, yes. Yes. Uh, I will say, premise-wise, Yeah. it's a very interesting premise. Yep. Uh, I do think it, it kind of falls flat on its, on its own mm-hmm. legs a little right. bit. Uh, but as uh, premise-wise, it was interesting, and I would have. Um, and thinking about it, I'm surprised. Although I I have no uh, actual knowledge, so somebody might have done this already. I would like somebody to do something on um, what is it, the Cecil Hotel? Yes. yes. Yeah, like a movie set there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. The the Cecil Hotel. What is it in Los, Los Angeles? Angeles. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's not the only creepy hotel in L.A., but go on. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, that was, I think it was, was it the mid-90s that the, that girl disappeared? No, this is just, I was thinking about that. No, she was, I think she was playing that elevator game, or they said she was uh, going to. So, it was on CCTV footage, and that was like 2019, 18. That close? Yeah, it was, it's that recent. That recent? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there is, there is a documentary on Netflix that, um, this girl had basically just disappeared. Yep. And the last CCTV footage of her is in the elevator. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's playing, um, internet sleuth and they're all trying to solve what happened to her and analyzing the footage and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, they, they ended up finding her... God, what was it, like a month later or something? Yeah. Up in the water cistern, yeah. Yeah, she was up on the roof in the yeah. water tank. Right, because people were noticing their water was weird. Oh, my God. I, w- I would have lost my mind. Yep. I would have lost my mind. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. That's disgusting. Well, let me, uh, actually, I don't know uh, if you have any more to the, ce- the Cecil well, Hotel there was, or whatever. Well, there was her. Yeah. And then I do believe, if history serves my brain correctly... Wasn't the Hillside Strangler? Didn't he? I stay think there? so. Yeah. Or was it? Um, 
Richard Ramirez. Oh yeah, who was Ramirez? He uh, had he had his own little name. Yeah, he wasn't BTK. What was he? He was. Oh. Uh, uh, oh boy. Yeah, I don't remember, but I mean, we remember the name. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, one of them stayed there. Like, lived there for a little bit. Yep. You know, I don't think it was the Hillside Strangler because that's that was technically two guys. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, what was his name? The the Night Stalker. Yes, that's yes! it. Yes. Yep. I knew I'd get it. That's right. Ramirez was the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker. I think he stayed there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one that I find interesting is uh, yep. called the Alexandria Hotel. Okay. Now we have about five minutes. I know. Um, that's all right. That's all right. We're on yeah, our own clock. The Alex. That's true. <laughs> We don't have to hit top of the hour news or anything. No, um, no station ID. Nope. Damn. Um, the, Alexandria. Uh, yes. Um, it it has an interesting history because there was another hotel uh, built in the early 1900s, and then a wing was built a little bit later on. Okay. And so the only the uh, the person who owned it owned both the hotel and the wing. Then he sold just the hotel, but he kept the wing and he kept the land that it sat on. And the people who owned the hotel and the guy who owned the land and the wing got into a uh, spat. Oh. So the owners of Lover's the, quarrel. Yes. <laughs> something like that. So despite the owner of the land and the wing, uh, these guys walled up the... Uh, entrance to the uh, wing because the only way you could get to the extension, you know, the wing uh, was through the main building. Ah. So this building has sat uh, unoccupied in uh, Los Angeles for the last 85 years. Wow. You know, there was talk, you know, uh, I saw a story from 2012. A guy was going to develop, develop it. I don't know whatever happened to, uh, with that, yeah. but well, you go in there, and I think it was, yeah, 1936, I think, is the date. And so um, the person who went in there with this guy, you could only really get to the second floor um, and the top floor, which is the eighth. So floors three through seven are still untouched in the last 85 years, uh, as far as I know. Because, again, there's no way to access these rooms because it's been walled off. So what people will see on the second floor are um, some artifacts that have been left behind. Like a, one mentions a crumbling bowler's hat. That was in the L.A. Oh, Times. Wow. And somebody found that a, a, you know, a typewriter was still sitting there. You know, a suitcase. Interesting. So all this stuff has been left at this building since 1936. Preserved in time. Yes. Well, I'm sure it's dusty as anything. But, see, I would love to find... If uh, they haven't uh, done anything with it yet, on floors three through seven, like if you know the rooms had like old radios and stuff, I'd love to get one from uh, that building. Although you Ooh. would probably not want me to bring it into the house. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, supposedly part of the building, the part of the building uh, that was accessible, was slightly used for storage because there was a store in front of it that had some access to it it's really weird how the layout is but yeah it's just like the second floor the eighth floor and that was it hmm. you know could you access which is amazing because you would think that they would have a fire escape you know those uh you know the out the stairs on the outside mm -hmm. and apparently no so no. it's not like you could just jump up the fire escape to the fourth floor if you wanted to Aren't they required to have a fire escape? I don't know. I would think so. Uh, or but is this I don't, some sort of grandfather law? It might be. Yeah. I don't know the laws of L.A. You know, and I don't. I forget. There's no the, law in L.A. No, there isn't. <laughs> it's the law of the land. Yeah, the law of la la land. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that to me is something that would be interesting to see. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, checking us out here on Lunch Chat this week. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just look for Lunch Chat Show. And you can uh, also email us. It's lunchchatshow at gmail.com. That's lunchchatshow at gmail.com. 
Till next week, I'm Jay Rogers. I'm Tarot. You are. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> you have a great week, Cranberry Country. <laughs>